you've taken an interest in understanding your power and you're wanting to understand how to use tools. There are three types of tools that I advocate within the metaphysical realm of spirituality and they are wands, pendulums, and prayer beads. And they all, each of these three tools or resources um, have a different purpose. Um, they also kind of have a different like intention or um, I don't want to say like alignment, but maybe like alignment or like experience level or just preference. So I, I do better at explaining these things when, um, when I use, um, examples. So I'm going to start with examples. So prayer beads is where I'll start. Prayer beads are, um, a good good for about anyone they're they're um it's a practice based off of repetition and spiritual connection so um prayer beads um you're meant to say a particular prayer um through each connection through the connection with each bead so traditionally in uh, hindu culture mala beads have 108 stones um they or or beads beads let's say beads not stones they're not always stones there's other there's other um other types of malas that can be used it's just the the symbolism of the mala is the 108 um i've also heard that um there's another term called java um and i'm not sure if i'm even saying that right i don't actually know anybody um personally that's part of Hindu culture this is all research that I've done vicariously um and then um um 54 is also another number that I've heard now I'm not quite sure the symbolism of that number I understand the symbolism of 108 um which is you know eight is the number for infinity the number of the goddess um, and 108, so those numbers combined, um, symbolize the number nine, which is, um, the number for all things, I think is, is what it is. Um, and honestly, I will speak to my, <laughs> limitations with mala beads so I actually don't find a repetition practice to be something that serves me it's a masculine practice of consistency and order and communication and I actually prefer a practice that's more based off of um, intuition and deepening sensitivities and honoring energetic exchanges. And so my favorite tool is a pendulum. Um, and it's really like fascinating how different these tools can be 
um, but also how powerful they can be. Um, you know, when wearing mala beads, you have a direct connection with that piece at all times, and it's easy to check in with it, and, and um, there's some tangible support that is uncommon in the metaphysical world or the spiritual world you know we're all about not holding on to our things um and so I like that about mala beads but I'm gonna transition then into um pendulums so each pendulum is different no matter what you say no matter what you think no matter what you feel oh actually it is about what you feel you really really I really encourage you to interact with your pendulum interact with the pendulums that you're inquiring about have some sort of connection with the stone or with the shape that you're wanting to meditate with or practice with um, or douse with or um, connect with so there's like there's a few different ways to use pendulums and I'm actually also not the best one to offer this because um, my practice is much less about words and more about feeling and practicing. But some of the things that I have picked up um, and I hope that I can continue to expand this knowledge for people that are you know, interested, but what I've noticed is that the lighter the pendulum is, the more sensitive you must be. And on the counterpart, the heavier or the bigger the pendulum is, the more energy it takes to manipulate it. So I happen to have a lot of energy, but I'm still practicing sensitivity with my energy so I have found so there's two like like um kind of polar opposites of pendulums that I've experienced so one is the Merkaba which is beautiful it's a beautiful shape um and it's really popular in, in sacred geometry and um, just in, in, I guess, the spiritual world in general, but um, everybody knows the Merkaba, you know? And so I think that that gives it an advantage on, on the shape and, and attracting attention to, to your tool in some particular way. And now that's up to you. If you want people attracted to your tool, then that's great. If you want to talk about it and share about it and have your experience with it, um, that's part of, that's part of this experience. Um, now on the other side of that is the, basically it's, it's, it's a ball and it's got, it's got findings attached to it. I'm not really sure how to, how to explain it, but it is a heavy grounding tool. Um, some people might say that that's, you know, associated with the masculine energy, um, and, and so that tool takes a lot more, um, just more strength, more like power, more intention, like, and so if you're, 
you know, wanting to practice with something that is a little less sensitive because you're needing the support in in decision-making, for example, um, then I would recommend, um, I would recommend that one because it's going to be very decisive. There's not going to be any questions about it. Now, there's two shapes that are kind of in between. um, And I just also want to say these are all pendulums that I offer um, for sale currently. Now, moving forward, I will only be offering two shapes after I run out of this existing stock because of sustainability reasons. You can hear more about that on one of my other offerings about, um, yeah, about sustainability. So currently, um, I offer all of these shapes that I'm sharing about. Um, and so the 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 next the kind of like the two middle shapes are probably the most common um which is like the faceted um it's either I think it's either nine sides or 13 sides or 16 sides I'm not sure what the sides are but it's you know it's it's faceted it's got sharp sides um and then there's one that's similar in shape except it's more of like a bullet shape um and it's rounded on the sides. So those two have um, similar energies and that they're more balanced. Um, They can be used by any level of experienced person. Um, And um, they also are easy to find and they're really affordable and they come in a variety of colors and shapes. And um, that's the thing too that I want to speak to is that these all of the stones that are acquired that have some sort of carving feature are um Oliver's playing in the snow they're all hand carved they're not machine cut so there's variations that happen from piece to piece and variations that um, on color and in inclusions and in um, size and density and weight and you know features of the stone even so um, you could be ordering a pendulum um, from one person that has access to the exact same resource that you do and they could be two totally different stones um, sizes, shapes, experiences. So I, I really encourage you to really get to know, um, your, hmm. <laughs> where does he, <laughs> he's really having fun with that thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, there are some consistencies in the features of them. Obviously, the round ones are always going to be round. Um, the bullet ones are always going to be bullet shaped. They're going to be, you know, soft and curved. And then the fast ones are obviously going to have straight lines. And then the Merkaba is going to take the general shape of the Merkaba. But... I think that it's important to recognize that um, none of these pieces are perfect. And that's the beauty of being part of a spiritual practice that is based off of authenticity. Is that 
in life, there's nothing that is perfect. In spirituality, it's a practice. We are all here incarnated into human vessels that have challenges. Um, And our souls come from places that have more wisdom than we can consciously comprehend as humans. And so, just think it's important to acknowledge those factors and going into meditative practice. And so, the last one I'm going to talk about, which I think I'm about up on time, um, is wands. So, wands are kind of a little bit of both. Um, Some people find wands to be really supportive and really um, powerful. Um, And some people find wands to be confusing and burdensome. Um, And some of that comes from the history of them. You know, there's this idea that like wands are... Um, you know, for, for children or for magic or for playing or, you know, they're not really tools. Um, and so with this, there comes this, with that comes this block of understanding them and understanding some of the intention that needs to be used behind them. Um, so wands, um, come in different shapes um, and sizes and I happen to only carry curved wands I'm sorry like rounded wands um, because I feel um, they're more feminine and I really like to have connection to feminine offerings and resources um that's part of it's a really really deep part of my offering and my practice is to invite the feminine um there's plenty of resources out there that are about masculinity um disguised as femininity or femininity disguised as masculinity I don't know um but curves are feminine (laughs) softness is feminine um delicate is feminine and these wands are very delicate they are very delicate um and sensitive and they hold so much um and so people use them for massaging the vessel um people use them as decoration and they also use them to symbolize history and so if you are acquiring a tool um, for your practice um, here these are some this is some information for how you can um, get to know your tools and what tool might serve you and how to
make a decision about how you're going to spend your money and your time because those are two resources that we really, really do not have a sustainable ethical relationship with. And so I want to conclude with saying that these are guides. You are not required in any way to purchase anything. The advantage to wands that people kind of minimize is you can literally acquire a wand by walking in the woods. <laughs> you know, um, I have a ample supply of wands that I've collected after meditations and in connection with Mother Earth. And so I want to reiterate that if you feel called to purchase an item from my store, then please do that. Please sustain my practice. Please help me offer more resources to other people. Um, but if you do not have the resources and your investment is listening to this message, then that's also wonderful. And I encourage you to get creative and connective, connective creativity, um, with your practice and with your intentions and it will come. It will come. <laughs>